Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. This is your host, Manny. Today, we will be doing a quick episode on the latest gaming news. Let's get started. And before we get to the main attraction, actually, and you know, I always do this at this point, uh, just going to give a quick update on what's been going on with me. Um, I know I took a hiatus uh, rather abruptly again, and I'm terribly sorry about that. Uh, got a lot of things going on in life right now. Um, like work's picking up. Um, I, I got engaged, so I'm planning a wedding, you know, so it's, it's all kinds of craziness. And I'm trying to fit in games in front of all this mess. And then I got the freelance job going on on top of my full time job. So to say I'm busy is a grotesque understatement. But here I am just for you, just for you fans. And I hope uh, you guys keep listening. So I do have um, one exciting update, and I am going to reiterate this on the next episode, mainly because I already recorded the next episode, but I will be doing giveaways soon. So starting, not this episode, but the next one, starting the next episode on Dragon Quest, I think it is, or it's Far Cry. I don't really recall. guess you got to listen to both. But anyways, I will be doing giveaways. So here's what's going to go down. You will listen to my amazing voice, if I do say so myself, and I will be giving away a $25 Amazon gift card to the first person who answers a question for me that I will pose in the uh, in the episode. And the first person to send me an email with the correct answer to gamingaftercollege at gmail.com wins the $25 gift card. And of course, I will be posting who won. Um, well, not maybe, maybe not your email. Maybe I'll condense your email or whatever. I'm definitely not going to post your personal information. But I will say, you know, congratulations to XYZ. And um, hope you guys turn in next time. So I'll be doing giveaways maybe monthly. So maybe once uh, every other podcast. Or depending on how this works out. And I may be doing it once every few months, but ante up what the giveaway is. So stay tuned for that. And you're probably wondering why am I doing the giveaway? And it's it's pretty it's pretty easy. And I again, I will be explaining this in more detail or just the same amount of detail in the next episode. Uh, essentially, it's to drive up numbers. Um, I really want more people to get out there and listen. And uh, I have received some criticisms from people I know who have listened to this podcast. And you know what, guys, for anyone that I don't personally know, and you're just some random passerby who likes to hear my voice while you're driving home, which is the point, uh, feel free to drop me a line, uh, Twitter at GAC underscore podcast. And you can send me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. 
All right, so anyways, let's get started with our very first news episode. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio, and now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. All right, so... Since this is the first ever news episode, I know what I used to do back when I started the podcast, I would just proceed each episode with some news. Um, that didn't really pan out because I really wanted to streamline my recording process. So I've been rec- I've been recording episodes in bulk, so it doesn't really help. So what I'm going to do every now and then is I'll do an emergency recording and I'll pick some of the best news that have come out recently. And I'll just talk about it and my own personal thoughts and opinions and whether or not uh, people with full-time jobs will be able to enjoy it. And obviously, this is all up to you at the end. This is just my opinion. So you, you can decide if I'm worth anything. But anyways, uh, so I'm, I selected about six articles that I'm going to talk about. And I'm not going to talk about them in crazy detail. And I'm not going to read them verbatim for you. Uh, you're on your way home, probably, or you're just listening to me while you're cooking. Doesn't matter. So um, if anything, if you want to read up more on these articles, every single one that I will be discussing will be in the show notes. First up, the Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered will be coming out on PlayStation 4 on March 29th. It'll actually be available for the Xbox One, PC, and obviously PlayStation 4. So For those of you who are new to the podcast or just don't know, I am a huge Assassin's Creed fan. My first Assassin's Creed game was number two. I knew nothing about it. A friend of mine's like, dude, just play this. And I I totally did. And it was great. I loved Assassin's Creed 2. And I, to be completely honest with everyone, I don't think a single Assassin's Creed game has lived up to number two uh, or since number two. I've played all of them except for Syndicate and the new one, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And Syndicate, I just kind of lost interest. It was just becoming one of those Call of Duty games where it's the same thing, just rehashed every year. Uh, So I kind of lost interest. Uh, However, I will say that I did pick up Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm sorry, Origins, and I did record an episode on that. So feel free to listen to that. And for that episode, I mean, for that video game, I found it rather enjoyable. They They really changed a lot about the mechanics and they really, just gave the game a much needed facelift and it was it was great um so i am planning on picking up uh, odyssey uh not anytime soon and that's that's just how i play there's lots of games i want to play and i buy them usually when a triple a game comes out i don't buy it immediately unless i'm in in love with the franchise and i know i'm just contradicting what i just said because i said i really like assassin's creed but there are other franchises i love more and i'll get to that later and so I'll probably pick this up around Black Friday or my birthday's coming up. Maybe someone will gift it to me. I'm not too sure. But whenever I do get it, I'll definitely tweet about it. So there's that. But Assassin's Creed 3, for those of you who do not know, it is the third Assassin's Creed uh, main game, main series game. And it's also the last one to include Desmond Miles, who was the protagonist that started out in Assassin's Creed 1, that started the, the whole trilogy. And it is actually um, the counterpart you play as Connor, who is his ancestor, and that is during the revolutionary time period in, in America, so 1770s to 1800s-ish. And for me, it is one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. Granted, a lot of people will not share that ideal because uh, this game tried to do new things and didn't do it correctly or didn't do it right, and it made it very wonky. However, it is my favorite, one of my favorite games because the revolutionary era 
is is my time. I love it. I'm a I'm a revolutionary war buff. I'm a clon, cl colonial history buff, and playing being able to play in that era is amazing, especially with like great figures like Washington and Franklin are in it, so it's great. And what makes it even more great is that because this is a remastering and not a remake and not a brand new game in the series. You can pick this up for only $40 and it does include all the DLC that came with it back when Assassin's Creed was first released. So that's a steal. Will I be buying this game on, on game day? Probably not. Remember it comes out March 29th, which is later on this week. Um, in fact, I think at the timing of this podcast, it should be coming out on on Friday. Let's see, yeah, on Friday. So basically tomorrow, I believe, if I got the timing correct or if I don't get lazy. But anyways, so keep on the lookout for that and I will be tweeting about it. And if I do end up getting it, which may happen, depending, uh, I will let everyone know. So there was one game that I really wanted to play that came out back in 2018 or 2017. I'm not, I can't really remember. And I never got to play it because the creators, a friend of mine told me this, the creators quote unquote hate Sony and hate PlayStation and everything of it. So it sucks because I couldn't get to play it. And I believe the game did come out for PC, but for me, playing with a handheld controller in front of a big TV is is kind of what I, what I grew up with and it's kind of what I prefer. Uh, I do have a rig and I did PC game a lot uh, back in the day, but it's just not nowadays I just want to get get and play I don't want to stare at a computer when I've been staring at a computer for like 10 hours a day depending on how I'm feeling actually but anyways that game I'm talking about is Cuphead so Cuphead is an amazingly looking game and this game uh, came out in 2017 actually for the Xbox one and PC and it has these um, really interesting graphics so it's a side scroll it's a side scroller game so similar to the old school Mega Man and Mario games However, all the animation looks like it's hand painted and has like this uh, 20s sort of vibe. Think, think Felix the Cat. So if anyone has ever seen the cartoons of Felix the Cat, I think that, but in the video game side scroller. All right. And one of the biggest things I heard about Cuphead is that it is actually very difficult. So I finally get to play this game because it's getting ported to none other than the Switch. And a lot of games have been getting ported to the Switch, guys. Like, it is insane. So this game's porting to the Switch. I think Skyrim, Skyrim obviously was ported to the Switch. I mean, the Bethesda, they're like porting that thing on everything. But by this time next year, I'll be able to play it on my Apple iPhone or iPhone, haha, <laughs> my Apple Watch. But anyways, so this game looks great. It's coming out April 18th on the Switch. So if you got a Switch, um, you are free to play it now uh, instead of um, sitting down on your computer or actually just, uh, um, you know, getting an Xbox One. So you can actually pre-order Cuphead on uh, on a Amazon right now or actually on the Nintendo eShop and it'll be around $20, which is what it's going for on Amazon. I believe that's the price on Nintendo Switch. I don't have my Switch on me to verify. Uh, but I don't imagine it'll be that expensive. It is not a brand new game and it's been out for quite a while and it's widely available on other platforms, the PC and Xbox One. So 20 bucks doesn't sound like a bad deal. And I will 100% be getting this because I've been waiting for this game for a while. And actually when it, when it comes out the week later, I believe I'm going on travel for work. So I'm just gonna be playing it during my, uh, my flight. It's gonna be great. Uh, in fact, the little kid next to me might be just watching the whole time, which is fine with me. So anyways, moving on. 
So one of the things that I really appreciate about Kotaku, um, the website, is that every now and then they'll print out a uh, print out. They, they will post a uh, long article that just has the biggest games coming out in spring, summer, fall, or just in the year. So quite recently, they did they did post out their latest one, which is the biggest games coming out in spring of 2019. So I am not gonna read through all of these games because uh, there are a lot, and I actually don't know what all of these are. But I will uh, name some of my favorites. So for those of you who've never played Final Fantasy VII, the amazing, amazing Final Fantasy game, in fact, my favorite Final Fantasy game, um, it is being ported to the Switch and Xbox One, and you can pick that up on March 26, which uh, by the time this podcast was released, that would that would have been two days ago. For those of you who are interested in Final Fantasy XV, um, I did play this game and this game was fantastic, although kind of short compared to other Final Fantasy games. The last episode, uh, Arden DLC, will be uh, released on March 26th as well. So for those of you who are interested, uh, that'll be released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And Tropico 6 will be released for the PC on March 29th. Now, Tropico, for those of you who have not played Tropico, it is actually an amazing game. And uh, you basically play as Fidel Castro, pretty much. I mean, they don't say his name because you make your own name. But you are given a colony from, um, from an empire, right, which is basically England. And you can emancipate your colony, get independence, and then run it like a dictator. And it is hilarious. Um, it's like a city building game almost, but it, it's very cr- criminalistic. Um, I got it for free. I got Tropical 5 for free on the uh, on the PlayStation Plus uh, about three years ago. Or yeah, I can't remember how long. I think it was like three years ago and I had a blast. So will I pick up Tropical 6? Probably not because it's only coming out for the PC on March 29th. Uh, whenever it does get ported to the PS4, and I really hope it does, I will probably pick that up. And then on April 9th, we will be able to pick up the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. I've played all three of these games. Um, these games came out a while back on the DS, and you basically play an attorney, and trust me, they are amazing. So basically, you solve cases based on interviews that you do and uh, cross examinations you do on witnesses, you find objections that go against the court record and you prove your clients as innocent. I know it doesn't sound exciting, but the storylines that they have on there and the way you solve these puzzles is great. So it's almost like a visual novel that you're playing. Uh, I picked up all three of these games for my 3DS for $30, so 10 bucks a game. I would imagine they're gonna do the same pricing scheme for this. I have no pricing data available for you right now, but I'll keep everyone posted. That comes out April 9th. And again, as I've been saying, every game is getting ported to the Switch now. You can pick up Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X-2 HD remastered for both the Xbox One and the Switch. So those are going to get ported over. I played both. I prefer Final Fantasy X, although the ending's a little depressing. I found both games to be great, but X has a special place in my heart. And then on April 23rd, we have an amazing game coming out. I've been tracking this game for a while, looking at um, looking at the early videos, beta testers, etc. And that is Mortal Kombat 11. So Mortal Kombat 11 is the next installation of the Mortal Kombat franchise. And it looks like it's continuing the story that left off from Mortal Kombat 9 and Mortal Kombat X. And I really enjoyed those characters. Uh, you got to see Sonya Blade's daughter, who I believe was also uh, Johnny Cash's daughter. Johnny Cash? It's not Johnny Cash. One sec, people. It's the first time I'm breaking character and looking something up. 
Ha! I was close. Johnny Cage. I apologize for everyone. Feel free to send me hate mail. And so these, these games are actually pretty great. They're insanely gruesome. But what I found with these games is that they're very easy to beat. The uh, storylines are amazing, but they're short. And I don't have a lot of people that I'm playing with in multiplayer games. My, my brother comes over every now and then. I sometimes get people online. But a fighting game repetitively, I get bored. So I'll probably pick this up around Black Friday, which will probably go for 30 bucks. But I will post about it when it does come out. And again, that comes out April 23rd. And then, and again, in other Switch news, I'm actually getting tired about talking about the Switch. Even more games are getting ported. The original Resident Evil, Resident Evil 0, and Resident Evil 4 will be released on the Switch on May 20th. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, which I just got done talking about, will also be released on the Switch May 21st. And then the last bit of news I have here is that in June, it has been reported that Super Mario Maker 2 is going to be released on the Switch. There's no release date set, they just said June. So no idea when this is coming out, if it's coming out, if it's gonna get pushed back or delayed, I'll, I will keep tabs on this. Super Mario Maker is where you build your own levels of Mario and then you test them and you play with friends and you unlock different things so you can build the craziest levels known to man. I had this for the Wii U. In fact, it was the only reason I got the Wii U and I thought it was a really fun game. I had a lot of fun creating the most horrible and evil platforms, I'm sorry, levels. Uh, for my family and they hated me for it and then they in turn made their own crazy levels and I got to play them too so it's a lot of fun it's a great family centric game and uh, I will post any news I have on Twitter when that comes out or I'll probably talk about it on the podcast now moving on to the main event of of this uh, episode and I know I've been talking for a while and I know I said it was gonna be short didn't realize I'd be talking a lot so two three big things and I'm gonna go with order of my own personal preference so First, Nintendo has plans for releasing two new Switch models this year. Not much information has been known about this. The news actually just dropped today at like 3 in the morning on The Verge. And it uh, looks like it was reported by The Wall Street Journal. And it looks like one of these, swi one of these Switch models will be um, less performance intensive so it's gonna be cheaper um so it's gonna be cheaper and you might not be able to remove the joy cons which is one of the you know one of the sticks of the of the switch um but it will increase portability and it will be able to and i believe they're gonna make it smaller so they're gonna make it cheaper and smaller it looks like this will be the successor to the 3ds once they kill the production line of the 3ds which i believe is still going right now and then the second model, which we don't have any information for, is going to be more intensive. So probably a updated processor, um, an updated CPU, maybe more RAM, maybe a better screen. I don't know, but I'm kind of excited for it. Will I be getting a new Switch? No. Will my current Switch break unexpectedly? Hey, I don't know. Maybe. We'll find out. Moving on to the next bit of news. Google Stadia. So a lot of you people might have heard about Google Stadia and Google Stadia is Google's big move into uh, gaming, which is kind of weird, right? Because they are a search engine company. So having Google step into the gaming stadium is a little weird. So I'm going to keep this short and brief. You can read everything you need to on the Polygon article I'm linking. Um, however, so Google Stadia is the answer to consoles. So Google Stadia will not have, and I'm just going to call it Stadia at this point. Stadia does not have a console. So you don't have this big hunk of junk that you're going to sit on your, uh, on your entertainment stand and then just hook up a CD to it, download games to it and start playing. Instead, they're postulating that you can play any, any game that they have on their library 
um, from any device. So in the demo that they have there, they're playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, full frame rate, mind you, in 1080p or at least 4K or at least 1080p, they're playing it on a Google Pixel. And a Google Pixel, not the phone, I'm talking about the Chromebook. And they're playing it just fine. And it's running in the Chrome browser, which is pretty crazy, right? And then they switch over to grabbing a Pixel 3 XL, the phone, and they just pick up where the game left off. And then after that, they switch onto the tablet. And then after that, they switch to a rig, like an actual PC that they claim is the least performance intensive wise they could find. And then finally, they moved on to a big screen TV with using a custom Stadia controller, which is the only hardware they unveiled. And using a Google Chromecast Ultra, they were able to play the same game, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And not even that, they were able to carry on the actions and movements that started with the Pixel Chromebook all the way to the TV. Am I excited for this? Yeah, probably. I think this sounds amazing, like very cool. And especially for, in terms of this, in terms of this podcast, I am staying away from renting games and doing Gamefly because I'm going to forget to return these games and I'm going to rack up charges and charges and charges. So to play new games for you guys and I can give quick four hour reviews, like I play a game for four hours and I talk about it for 30 minutes to see if it's worth buying is something I want to do. And I might be able to do this with Stadia, assuming they deliver on that demo. Am I skeptical? 100% yes. For those, for those of you who do not know, my main job is in security and not bounce right out of club security in like hacking and stuff. And I see this and I see something that is amazing, but at the same time, I see something that can go wrong in 500 different ways and it's not going to act like it's supposed to act. So I don't have any news for you in terms of pricing. It'll probably be a subscription model. It'll probably be like the Netflix of games. I don't have any terms. <laughs> I don't have any news in terms of release dates. It looks like it might be coming out later this year. Uh, Google state stated they will be giving more updates probably around summer. And the only thing I have based on network speed or requirements to play these games is is that according to them, you can achieve a 4K 60 frame rate per second uh, video stream with only 30 megabits of speed. I call BS to the highest degree, and I will fight anyone who, who wants to argue with me. I don't see that happening, um, but hey, we'll find out. And finally, the last bit of news I have for everyone, and after this, I'm gonna finish the podcast because my voice is losing me right now, is Persona news. So for those of you who do not know, I am a gigantic Persona fan. Persona 4 Golden is my favorite JRPG of all time and my favorite game of all time, period. No other game compares. And I did an episode on Persona 5, one of my first episodes, actually. I think it's like my longest episode and you guys can listen to that in the in the archive. Well, apparently, so what Atlas loves to do, the publisher, what Atlas loves to do is they will release a game and it'll get amazing reviews. And then a few years later, they'll release the same game. Oh. Apologies. And a few years later, they'll release the same game with new characters, new storylines, new side quests, new everything. Um, and that they might change some things up as well. And you know, they did this with Persona 3, with Persona 3 FES. They did this with Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden, which is my favorite game of all time. And now they're gonna do it with Persona 5. So they released a teaser trailer 
It's about 30 seconds long. Not much is, it's honestly an announcement for an announcement. It's ridiculous. Um, for Persona 5, the Royale. Not much is known from this. In the trailer, there is a new, uh, a new character that we've never seen before. And according to the Japanese translations I have, she's talking about how she doesn't believe that the Phantom Thieves can achieve anything or achieve their goals. So it's unclear if she's a different protagonist that you can play as, or maybe she's a new villain. Who knows? However, am I going to buy this game on opening day? You bet your butt I will. And will I love it? Probably. Do I hate myself for wanting to buy it on opening day? Yes. And the reason for that is I literally just finished Dragon Quest XI last week. And one of the reviews I'm going to be doing uh, that I've already recorded is Dragon Quest XI. And in that review, I do state that I went, I went through most of the game. I got to the credits, but apparently there's more. I felt hoodwinked. And I'll tell anyone about this later on. But I ended up finishing the game. And in total, it took me 72 hours. And I did write a tweet about it. And I, I honestly felt like I was done with JRPGs for a while. And then the next day, the next week, Atlas decides to drop this trailer. So we don't have much information yet. However, on April 23rd, which is at the end of the trailer, it says more information. April 23rd, Atlas will be releasing more information on Persona 5 The Royale. I will keep everyone updated. When I buy the game, I'll let everyone know, and I'll let you guys know my thoughts. I might actually do a four-hour review of that game where I play for four hours, then I talk about it for 30 minutes to see if it's worth buying for anyone out there who's interested in Persona games. And if you're interested in Persona games, go pick up Persona 5 right now. All right, I said my piece. Okay, everyone. So that concludes today's episode of Gaming After College, our first ever news special. And I feel like I captured all the relevant news for anyone who's interested in gaming or who likes to game or who just wants to be appraised of what's going on. Um, obviously, I don't go into too much detail for everything. And if you guys think I did, please let me know because this is my first ever news episode. Everything I talked about is linked to an article. All those links are included in the show notes if you guys want to read it when you get home. And uh, as always, uh, stay tuned for the new giveaways starting next episode with Dragon Quest or Far Cry 5. I'm forgetting which one. And, you know, please let me know if you have any comments, anything you guys want to want to say to me, uh, any criticisms. I have horrible self-esteem issues, so keep that in mind. And uh, you can contact me at JAC underscore podcast or on, I'm sorry, GAC underscore <laughs> underscore podcast on Twitter. Or you can send me an email at gamingaftercollege.com at gmail.com. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Manuel Del Rio, and this has been Gaming After College.